We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online. The fastest, easiest, and safest way to bet on all things sports. With March Madness, the Masters, and Major League Opening Day right around the corner, BetOnline has all the latest news, scores, and odds to help you win big. The best part? You'll receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Head over to BetOnline.ag and use our promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your literal free money. Plus, signing up is a great way to support the podcast you're listening to in your ears right now. Again, that's promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, when you sign up at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome, everybody, to the Half Flip with myself, Kibbs, and the wonderful, beautiful James Pot. How you doing, James? I'm doing fantastic. I'm out here in beautiful Yorba Linda, California for Collegiate Rocket League. But you know what I'm doing right now? The half flip with you, Gibbs. I'm wow. so excited. Wow. The Thank first you. Show. Thank you for taking time out of your day <laughs> to do this podcast with me. So this will obviously be in video form and also audio form on Spotify and iTunes and all of that for podcast feeds, yada, yada. But it's all thanks to Prediction Esports. That's two E's. Not in the esports part, in the prediction part. A little confusing, but <laughs> we'll get there. Twitch.tv slash prediction esports is where we're putting on the show live every Tuesday around 3 p.m. Eastern. We had some technical uh, difficulties today, <laughs> so for the first show, but we got it done. And it'll be on my YouTube. It'll be on prediction esports YouTube as well for the whole episode if you want to check that out. But James doesn't have a webcam today because he's out in beautiful California for a week, so I picked the prettiest picture of James, which is still like I look through like 30 pictures of you, James, 
And I was this like, this is still the best one. No, the they're still one. all better than my live <laughs> webcam. So I, I, you know, so I should have just put you over me. So then we would no, Gibbs, no, because you know, you, you, what you lack in, in beauty, you make up in charisma and that's what the oh, people want to see. You know, hey, Hey, there's some beauty here too. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just under a few layers. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I, agree. I agree. You know, I agree. and my voice is terrible right now too. So I apologize for that. Uh, but we're slowly getting over this cold or whatever I had. Who knows? Maybe I'm dying. That's every week though. James hates when I come in sick and then he's like, I'm just like, he doesn't Honestly, want to talk to me. I just, it's just a, it's just a, 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 a meme at this point because you come in sick every week I've hey, never, you know, and I haven't gotten sick once. It's because I have two kids now, man. One goes to daycare. Then with the lack of sleep and all these flights, it's just a recipe for disaster. It's terrible. All right, James. So let's get into it. We're going to have different segments throughout the show. Production quality this week. We might not have all the topics written down and all that stuff on the video, uh, but we'll get there eventually. Maybe we'll see. Uh, but the first topic that we got to talk about is the must see games from last week. So we each will choose one series that we think is a must watch for people to go back to and, you know, talk a little bit about it. Not too long because we want to get over, you know, to the new stuff, the new exciting stuff. Uh, so mine, James, I had for a while, like on our document, I had Space Station versus Energy, you know, that big upset. But honestly, I think the best gameplay was Ghost versus Pittsburgh Knights. That series was solid through and through. Maybe because there was a lot of offense, but just the dynamic duo of Atomic and Mist versus Reddles and AJ with the roster moves and all that going on. That series was really fun to watch. It was a lot of fun to watch. And for me, I, I had said on the desk uh, when we were going into that series that things were going to get worse for the Knights before they got better because watching them in the previous weeks, they seemed to just struggle with AJ. AJ yeah. wasn't finding his spot on the field. They couldn't figure things out. But this week, it was a different story. We saw glimpses week one of the AJ and Reddles p potential synergy, and they brought it full it was force funny, this week. Because they only took it to, you know, game five, two minutes left in that first week when they're like, all right, now we'll start playing to take yeah. down flight. But that's the thing to me. Like, we got two superstars in the making, in my opinion, Reddles and Atomic. Reddles, I think, Amen. doesn't get enough credit. This guy is so consistently good. Every time I see them on the field, like even back in the DreamHack Finals, World Championships, sometimes you see some nerves come out of Gyro and Mist, his former teammate. Uh, but Reynolds is just so consistent. You know a, what you're getting out of him every single match. It's a personality thing, I think, Gibbs, because there's a lot of people who first reaction uh, to Reddle's, uh, you know, his his personality and his online behavior is is they pull back. They they aren't a fan. Some people get attracted to that. He's going to be a very polarizing personality. But I agree with you. You can't deny his ability on the field, especially in this series. You could tell that he did not want to lose to Mist. You could tell <laughs> yeah. it was personal just oh, by the man. way that he was driving that car out on the field. And and he really did do so much for his team. He did it even in the series they were losing. Uh, he's everywhere. He's so yeah. fast and he can hit some really, really quality shots. He's all going for bumps, being aggressive. Reddles is an all around uh, phenomenal player. But you also mentioned Atomic. And I, I think Atomic's a, a player that's kind of under the radar, Gibbs. Mm -hmm. A lot of people talk about first killer this season saying, you know, how great he's going to be. He's going to be a prodigy. Well, to me, Atomic was also one of those players who got a little bit of a later start due to some drama, a competitive ruling where he was you know, not able to play for the first year of his eligibility. But he comes in and you just watch him play. Look at the passes that he makes. Look that's at how exactly difficult it. those are. Yeah, 
the playmaking ability of Atomic, like we talk about top five in NA, let's take energy out. But once we start talking about top five outside of energy, Atomic is making that list, I think, soon, very soon. He is climbing up, just making these plays like the trap passes to just like making something out of nothing. He does it so often for Ghost, and I think that's just going to continue. And I really hope we get to see him at the World Championship, see him on a big stage and see how he handles that. Uh, But Ghost right now, sure, they lost the series, but they're looking good. Certainly. They're a team that I I still expect to be in the running for top four. You can't ever count them out, especially now that they have missed. They are better than ever. Yeah. So time will only tell. Time will only tell with these guys and see if they can figure out the synergy. All right, James, what series did you want to watch again or have the fans watch again? Do I even have to say it? Do I even have to say it? Uh, Yes, you do. It's a podcast, James. This is an audio. I'm trying. It's called (laughs) building suspense. (laughs) Well, I don't know. (laughs) It's only episode one. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. All right. The the series that you must go back and watch is, is from Europe. It's the Renault Vitality Barca series that series was incredible the level of play so fast vitality finally shows up alpha had a killer week Mm -hmm. and even in this game it went to multiple overtimes and it was just it, it was a it was it was a treat. To, to watch these guys play at the level they were playing. Ronicky and Flakes, that's a, a duo that we're going to be hearing more and more about. I look forward to Devo continuing to play well. He hasn't really been the superstar on his team, which is crazy. But for Vitality, uh, Alpha, now that he's starting to gain confidence, you have to watch out. That Vitality team might be the favorites to win Worlds if they keep playing the way they're playing. And speaking of Devo, we talked about Atomic earlier with the playmaking ability. That's turned into what Devo has been doing, too, just setting up plays now. He's not going for those goals necessarily, but he's setting up a lot. But we both didn't choose the big upsets for the week with Veloce beating Wreck as well. But it's just because the level of play like in these two matches was so high. And Barca, sure, you lose to Vitality, but it's not the end of the world because they played great. They played very, fantastic. It very easily could have gone the other way again it went to two overtimes if those overtimes go the other way they're winning three to one instead of losing three to one about barca i i was a little bit critical of flakes because flakes is another player that i think you know he he likes he likes he likes the drama he likes the drama he likes being talked about he likes the spotlight i think that's a good and a bad thing but at the end of the day it's it's a similar situation to rettles you can't you can't deny that he's a great player. He really is a great player. He's got a lot of ability. And uh, I think with time, he'll only continue to grow as a person and a player. But it, it, darn, it makes it mark, makes Barca such an enjoyable team to watch play. And speaking of car choices, we did have a topic for a little while that I was going to go on a rant about car choices. But breaking news with the Intel World Open, pretty much all the details came out for this. That There's still some gray areas where I think some questions have to be answered about uh, eligibility for countries and all that stuff. So we'll wait on that. But let's talk about this because this is big. It's finally here. And we get to talk about what countries go where to what events and all this stuff. So, uh, James, I actually linked you the rule set and all that, or the I, um, I announcement, so we can go through this together. Well, I should bring this up full screen here a little bit so you guys can see it. Uh, but it's interesting. There's multiple qualifiers, and I think th- we all knew this was coming, or qualifier stage, but then 
it's kind of weird how they do it because there's a national qualifier and then you automatically go to Poland where the top 16 teams or the 16 countries will battle it out. It's national or regional, correct? Exactly, yeah. So there's some that are national, some that are regional, which is where it gets interesting. So for the national teams, you got Australia, you have Brazil, Canada, China, France, Germany. Uh, Japan will go to Tokyo uh, automatically, so that won't go to Poland. Yeah, so they still have to play to see who they're uh, like team is for japan um then the uk Which will be realized you've got to you've got to you know. would assume you would assume uh uk and then the us um so those guys will automatically go to poland the other ones are the regional qualifiers where the regional qualifiers all the teams are getting lumped together so africa like if you're playing for many of those countries lumped together into one big tournament asia uh then asia with maritime and uh oceania uh, Europe, but three of those teams will go Latin America and the Middle East. So Mexico and southward for Latin America, because both U.S. and Canada, they got the automatic bid to Poland. Mexico will compete with the Latin America teams to uh, see who will represent them in Poland. Um, so first off, what do you think of this with the countries coming in like some hand picked out? Do you think they got that right? Do you think they got of course. that wrong? You, it, you have to do it. It's yeah. logic would, would demands it because you have all of these countries that have major player bases already there. They've got enough players to where it warrants having its own national qualifier. Mm -hmm. But what they're, what they're doing with the regional qualifiers is making sure they're not leaving anyone out. It's basically the catch all to make sure we're not missing out on any quality talent. It gives them an opportunity. So as opposed to if you try to do one for every country, it's, it's possible. You're yeah. probably not going to be able to do it. And so people would miss out. So I think having the regional qualifiers is smart. It makes sense. It's what I was expecting. I'm not surprised mm -hmm. by it. So the one thing um, with the regional qualifiers, I love it because it's basically like if you're from anywhere, you're playing in this or have a chance to go to the Olympics. Trinidad and Tobago, to you've got a chance. Let's go. Yeah, why not? Um, my only issue, I think a, a small issue, is that it's just a one day. You have one tournament to decide the teams. I was hoping maybe a little bit of a lengthier process to make sure that we get the best or at least close to the best. Now it's like you got to ride that hot hand, which is fine. I think it's at the I end of the that. world. I think I think that's for the Olympics. That is that's. Yeah. You know, this isn't an official Olympic event, but that is the epitome of what the Olympics is, is your one chance True. to to come in and, you know, you train for it, you're ready for it, but you have to show up on the day. There's so many people who train for four years for one one moment, and yeah. that's the moment that you get. So I don't I don't I'm not necessarily opposed to it. Sure. Um, I, I can see both sides of the argument, but I think we're in for a treat no matter what. Oh, this yeah, is going to sure. be such a spectacle. And I think the reason why they do it is because uh, look how many qualifiers they have to put on. There's a lot mm -hmm. of them, right? You got yeah. what? Uh, you got to like, get it done. Yeah, exactly. There's so many qualifiers that it's like at some point, guys, sorry, you're going to have to compete in one weekend or whatever it is. And th that's how it is. Um, the other thing is the European qualifiers are very interesting. So outside of France and Germany and the UK, you will play like all the European teams will battle against one another. Top three seeds will qualify to go to Poland. Now, it, like it gets a little bit interesting or a little bit uh, confusing when if two teams from the same country qualify. That was my question. Did yeah. It, did it did it clarify whether that's possible? So if that happens, they just go down the line until they find another team. So like fourth, fifth, sixth. That, I think, can get a little hairy because then I think some teams might complain like, hey, I lost to Netherlands number two 
And I got knocked out earlier than this other team, but we thought we were better than this other team, you know? So I think that could get a little hairy. Um, but at so, the end of the day, so, you so have there's to play only one that. team that can represent a country. It's they're finding the best countries here. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. So they're finding the best team in the countries, but you can have multiple teams in your regional qualifier. So, OK, so so you just need to make sure if you're playing from uh, a country with a that has multiple teams that you finish at a higher rank because only one can can go. Yes. Only one country, team per country. Yes. And for the uh, national qualifiers, obviously, that makes sense. It's like it's only going to be USA teams battling against one another. So that makes perfect sense to just bring one like whoever wins that tournament. Um, but for Europe, that's where it gets hairy because it's going to take the top three. But again, if two of those are from Netherlands. Then it goes down to the fourth place and the fifth place, you know, and so on. So it's going to get a little bit hairy there. Um, but that Europe uh, regional is going to be stacked. It's, it's going to be so be difficult. It's going to be so difficult. It's, but think of the United States as well. Oh, my that's God, gonna that's going to be stacked. Yeah. There, there's so many RLCS pros from the USA mm-hmm. and and only one team can represent it. And, and for, fortunately for Europe, there's the, there, the players are represented from m- so many different countries that I think we'll see a lot of RLCS pros out of the European region come and compete, but we'll only see three Americans. Yep. Uh, now, let's get to Poland. That'll take place mid-June. I can't remember the exact dates. It's on here somewhere. Uh, but... It is the perfect format. I love this format. And I'm one that is like, like I pick things out of every single format. James knows he gets annoyed by it every single every week. time. Anytime, <laughs> I, anytime I'm a part of any event, I'll always hear from you about what you don't like. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love but I love this because actually like so when I was writing it up, thinking of like, oh, how could they do this with 16 teams in Poland? It's a four day event, which is going to be amazing uh, live event. But. The perfect, the perfect format. It's exactly the other uh, format that I dreamt in my dreams, James. It's beautiful. <laughs> so here's how it works. There's two groups of eight teams, and obviously they will probably rank them based on some type of seeding system that they think is, you know, fair, which, you know, that's how you have to do it. Um, so two groups of eight round robin, the top two from each group, you go to Tokyo. So you don't have to worry about a playoff or anything. Just consistency is key. As long as you do well in your groups, you're to Tokyo. Top two. Then, for probably the, the final day of the tournament, you go into an uh, upper bracket or lower bracket based on where you finish it, uh, in your groups. And then we get the last three teams from that. So I think that's like perfect. Cause, yeah, that, that's wonderful. Because like the You'll one thing it. that you don't want is like a tiebreaker to decide from like, you know, that like around the fifth through seventh range. You want them to battle it out for all the marbles, and that's what we're going to get. So we get like a mixture of both the, the consistency. So we get the really good teams, no matter what, as long as they are consistent for the round robin. And then you get that drama of those and final that, matches. And one of the things you'll also get, which I love because of the format, is that all the group stage matches are going to be so intense oh, yeah. because it's an automatic bid that's on the line. A lot of times if you do a groups to a seeded bracket, then group stage is a little lackluster. It's not as exciting. It's not as hype. Yeah. But because the top two are going from groups, everyone is going to be be glued to their seat as these games are going on. We're guaranteed to get amazing teams uh, going through right away Mm -hmm. because, you know, they're not going to have to go through the gauntlet of a, of a bracket. 
But then the bracket is also going to be that last chance qualifier to get to Tokyo. And again, it's it's going to be an edge of your seat action type type day where you're just going to be rooting for your team and rooting for underdogs. Uh, and, and yeah, that's going to be fun, fun to watch. Yeah, these countries you're not expecting make runs. Because I think no one gets eliminated in group stage. At least that's what it, it reads here. But that could be wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, but then those upset potentials. Because there is going to be massive underdogs going into this. Because when we think about it, uh, b- before we get into the uh, Tokyo format, it's like, who's going to be those seven teams? And I think odds are you would think the U.S., you would think Canada, you would think France. Netherlands. Uh, Netherlands, probably Germany, Sweden. like NUK, and then the other European teams. You can't, and you can't then, discount Sweden. It has the four, the four time. Well, there is some regional rules where Turbo might be playing for US, but we're not sure about those what? rules yet. Yeah, it's more about where you live than where you're from. But like, I don't want to get too deep into that because they haven't answered those questions yet. That's how it gotcha. reads. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an yeah. interesting. We'll talk about that in the future at some point. Um, but. So you would think we have the European teams. There's three that are going to be automatically there in Poland. Three more that we don't know. Uh, So that would be a total of six. You have U.S. and Canada. So that'd be eight teams. One of those teams has to lose at the very least. But there's the underdog potential. You have Brazil, who is pretty much all of the South America region. All the good players play from Brazil. You have Australia, like that there's some upset potential there. And you can't forget Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is is one of those teams that has a ton of hype behind them. There's players... Uh, what is it, uh, Khalid and who else is, is over there? I think it's Ahmad, who are just super, super good players that have so much hype behind them that mm-hmm. uh, even European players who a lot of times play against these guys on the matchmaking servers in Europe say if if Middle East was a region in RLCS, they would be competing. These guys are legit. So I forgot this whole time to transition my studio to the other thing <laughs> to show the full screen. So my apologies. Um, yes. Nice hey, time. Nice episode time. one, baby. Episode one. <laughs> Love it. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, that's going to be hype because, again, like I think there's eight teams that I feel like are locks for Tokyo. And then there's all those upset uh, underdog teams. But again, we can't have eight go because we have Japan. They're in Tokyo. So that's going to be a lot of fun, too, to see how they do, uh, like, in front of the home crowd and all that. It's going to be great. Uh, moving on to the format for Tokyo, single elimination. It's it, baby. It's just 18 bracket. You got one shot. And if you mess it up, that's it. You're done. It's a two-day event. Uh, like I know people probably want double limb and stuff, but this, again, is, like, just that hype of the Olympics of, like, you got to show up. And, again, this makes the Poland bracket or the group stage that much more important because you want a better seed. going to be so key. Yeah, yeah seeding is huge. Seeding is huge. You're going to want to dodge some of the juggernauts. But, honestly, I think we'll see as the tournament goes on, Pretty much everyone's going to be a juggernaut. So yeah. Maybe some, by, some, by the end some more than others, but pretty much everyone's going to be a juggernaut here, and and you'll be able to expect upsets to happen, especially with the the unforgiving mm-hmm. single elimination nature of the event. It's yeah. going to happen. Uh, one thing that is a little weird, uh, someone put up in chat, is that it says the dates are July 22nd through the 24th, but in the text it says it's a two-day event. So we're not sure exactly what's going on there. It could be a three-day event. It could be a two-day event. I would assume if it's single um, elimination bracket it would be a two-day event it'd be hard to maybe they're planning to let us do the half flip on the 22nd oh yeah of the course intro. 
That could be. See, it. James, you make perfect sense. You make perfect sense here. <laughs> Me and you will do a show match again, and, and I'll beat you again on the stage. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Let's hey, let. Hey, we'll we'll get a rematch. Saying, I'll, I'll call up Xander, and we'll get a rematch going. <laughs> like the worst part about that match was we actually lost the game, and I was like, guys, we cannot <laughs> lose this series. We can't Results have this happen. So that was oh, so great. We'll have to we'll have to post a description of that of oh, what game man. that was. It's got to be on a vod somewhere. That was uh, God. that match was so nerve wracking. So I'm like, guys, what are you doing? We can't lose this. Your rotations yeah, this, are garbage. What are they doing? Because of course, for the, for up, people, but for the people <laughs> listening who don't know what it was, it was an sure. old I by Power Cosmic show match where it was Sad Junior, Cronovi, and Gibbs versus me, Rizzo, and Xander Woods, a Xavier, WWE Xavier super Woods. or Xavier Woods, yeah. sorry, okay. a WWE superstar. Uh, and to and, be fair, you know, blast. like he's a busy man. He doesn't have a lot of time to play Rocket League, so he was, you know, a little outclassed in this matchup. Yet, he was going for demos. Yes, yet we still lost game one. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, man, what is happening here? One of the most impressive things, though, was Xavier. On um, one of the face-offs, he actually somehow, like I was cheating up, he uh, didn't go for the ball and just immediately demoed me on the cheat-up. I was like, this is next-level tactics right here. It was beautiful. He knew what he was. He was a man on a mission. It was beautiful. He was a man on a mission. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, James, any final thoughts on the Intel World Open? I think it's just uh, people get ready to support your teams and uh, support the underdogs as well. And uh, this is the first event of its kind where Psyonix is really officially supporting a global event with country versus country. It's a big deal. So be positive about it, be constructive about it, and uh, let's do our best as a community to make sure that this event is a huge success. Yeah, man, like this is gonna be fun. Like I think that's one of the um, the arguments I, I don't get lately is that people are like, oh, but what about the RLCS teams? I'm like, guys, we've been doing this esport for four years. If they have to take a two to three month break, I think that's okay for the Olympics. Yeah, this is this is yeah, a, it's a this big is deal. Cool. This is a big deal. Yeah, this is gonna be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm really excited for it. And I really want to see some like one of these underdogs make it to Tokyo would be so cool to see. Imagine Saudi Arabia winning it and then versus like France. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine they win it and then get announced that they're going to be coming into the RLCS. Yeah. What a storyline. What a storyline. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. Next up. We are going to do a little game, James, called Half Flip or Ball Chase. You know, it's so the show is named after the segment. So we're going to try and keep the segment in there most of the time. So either you are with the popular opinion, so you'll ball chase it or you will half flip out. Um, So we're going to go through a couple topics here, kind of lightning round ish. And um, let's start off with Cloud9. Cloud9 is not a playoff team. Are you is not is not because I think that's more the popular opinion that is is not a playoff team. I'm going to ball chase that I'm ball chasing 100 okay. percent because cloud nine. They have been struggling Their uh, their their chemistry is just not there. They they squeezed out a win today, which I think keeps them alive. But I think we're, we're more likely to see them in that uh, seven to nine spot. Yeah. Definitely don't think they're getting 10th flight is most likely going to be getting 10th. Uh, but they and that's the only team that they've gotten the win against. They pulled off the win against Flight, who was uh, in the gutter. And I think but, that's the problem with Cloud9. Where like I think Cloud9 is not a terrible team, and I think they could get wins. 
like off some other teams. The problem is the two teams that I think they could have got wins off of, they played already. Rogue and E-United are the teams where I'm like, I think you could beat them and make a playoff run, but they've already lost to them. So I think that's where the issue resides because there's a lot of talented teams in North America nowadays. And sure, like I think they will probably beat someone along the way, but they won't beat enough of those teams to leapfrog back up into the playoff chase. Um they did just beat G2 uh, last night for the Astro Tournament. It's a good sign. It was a best of three, you know, whatever. But uh, they, they beat NRG in the Astro Tournament sure, as well. Sure, of course. So Yeah, like, it's not a huge deal, but I think there is potential there. Uh, so, for me personally, like, I think Tournament's having maybe one of the, his worst seasons ever. Like, I think so just you have flipping or you're ball chasing? I am half flipping. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you think no, no, no. I'm sorry. It? I'm ball chasing. I'm ball chasing. Okay, they are okay, not okay. a playoff team. Not a playoff team. Uh, but I, I think Torment's having a rough season. And if he can figure it out, I think they have a shot. But I am ball chasing that they are not a playoff team. All Next right. up, James Veloce. I'm going to say not a top four team. Not going to the world championships. Are you ball chasing? Or are you half flipping? Half flip? Are you kidding me? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. How many times are people going to doubt (laughs) Veloce? You have to give them credit at some point. You can't just keep trashing them week after week. Now we're going season after season, Gibbs. You're a horrible offender at this. They lost to Barcelona (laughs) in game five. They almost reverse swept them. They took down reciprocity, the number one seed in game five, and they and they took down TSM comfortably. Yep. Veloce, they they're top four. Who else is going to get top four in Europe? James, I'm ball chasing. They are not a top four team. Oh my goodness. Did you not just talk about Barca earlier? Barca's looking good. Mouse yeah, is reciprocity looking is not gonna finish top four. Okay, well that's one that we're we're gonna talk about in a little bit here. We'll do that one next. How about that? But I so Veloce to me, they played very well. One of the best series I've seen from them versus Rec, where they flat out won that series. And that doesn't happen often. Normally it's like, oh, the other team's playing bad, and then Veloce will take those series. But I do think they flat out won that series. I just think there's too many teams in Europe right now that are too talented. There's some there's some teams in Europe. There's some teams in Europe. All right. Well, speaking of some of those teams, Rec, will they get an auto bid for land, James? You have to go chase. I think you know where I'm going with this one. I am half flipping out. Reciprocity. They aren't looking as polished to me. I think they they have good moments, yeah. but uh, overall, they've beaten Mouse, who looked terrible, True. and they beat Singularity, who was coming into their first week trying to get situated. So, they, their wins aren't that impressive. Their wins aren't that impressive. I think that Veloce is going to edge them out for the fourth spot. I think our top four is going to be Dignitas, Vitality, Barca, and Veloce. Okay, no mouse either. And, and, that, and yeah, no mouse either. I All think right. it's going to be Reciprocity and Mouse in 5-6. I think those will be the teams that make it. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm sold on Rec not uh, making Worlds just yet, but I am sold that they are not top two, at least right now. I do like them maybe a bit more than you, but I think it's maybe because of their schedule, like Fruity and Ferrer, they're both getting involved. Uh, Chaussette hasn't had any of those moments where he's just carried an entire uh, match yet, and I expect to see at least one or two of those throughout the season. The one thing with them is they're just so consistent. Like over the past three seasons, the only European team to make it to every world championship. I think they have it in them to make it to the world championship. I need to see more, obviously, but um, I yeah, want them to top succeed, two yes. is going to be maybe hard. Yeah. I just like the players on that team. I want them to sure. succeed. I'm just not seeing it. We I'm love everyone. You know, we love everyone. 
So it's yeah. fine. Not not necessarily. Speaking of loving everyone, uh, Rizzo for MVP. <laughs> Are you <laughs> flipping or ball chase? <laughs> ball chase, baby. I'm with you, Turtle. Give Rizzo the MVP. If he keeps playing like he's playing, he scored some incredibly clutch goals. I don't think it's out of out of the, the realm of possibility. I don't think it's out of the realm of that possibility. That is fair. Like, I think the realm of possibilities, the, the door's opened a little bit more for Rizzo yeah, after these past two weeks, for sure. The groundwork has been laid. It has been laid. So we have to – there's some players who you could already just say there's no way they, they're getting MVP. Oh, yeah. It's not possible. That's for, true. for Rizzo, it's there. It's there for the taking. It, it is a possibility for sure. I'm going to half flip. I don't think he's going to actually win it by the end of it because um, I, I can't let Turtle be right. I just can't. <laughs> Imagine uh, a world where they play against NRG for an auto bid to world championship and Rizzo dribbles NRG – Again, it's possible, but I think more likely from that team, it'll be JNAPs by the end of the season. I think Rizzo week two and week three, like week two, I think you could probably choose a bunch. Week three, he had the clutch goals. Uh, but I think by the end of the season, I think it'll be JNAPs from that team that'll get the MVP. But right now, Rizzo's probably in the lead. So, but we're only one third of the way through the season. We'll see how that goes. Very and that early. also means G2 has to continue to do well you know they have to continue to win so we'll see um but i am gonna half flip on that one for now you're gonna ball chase eventually gibbs trust me one day but i do get like five percent of the mvp vote so i'm gonna just throw it i'm I'm gonna throw it now uh next up team singularity a playoff team you ball chasing Mm -hmm. you know i'm actually going to ball chase on this one i think singularity has a lot of, of talent on there, especially with Tho. He's proven that he could be a clutch player. Got Samilla with some crazy plays. And Nolly has, he, he'll, he's continuing to improve uh, week after week. And, and they're, they even took down Vitality. They took down Vitality. Yeah. My so w- actually, no, you know what? On further thought, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to half flip. You're going to half flip. I'm going right. to half flip. I'm going to half flip because although they, I, think that, I think that they're going to stay in the league, but. Yeah, because it's hard because you have Mouse and Wreck 5-6, right? Yeah. It's like, can yeah. they no, there's pass no them? Way. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, so I was going to go back over and look and, like, who's my top six? And, like, I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah. Like, they played the top four, or at least what we thought the top four coming into the season was. Uh, they're one and three, so at least they got one of those wins. Last week, I think they showed their true colors a little bit. A lot of more mistakes. We saw that in week one as well. And week two, I think they were just playing hot. And I think they can do that again here or there. The problem I think they is, stay in the league, but no, there's no way they, they okay. get top six. So you think seventh? Okay. I think probably seventh, yeah, most yeah. likely. Yeah, because I think it's like it, they... Uh, sure, like if they got hot again, that they'll take another win. But now it's against lesser competition. I'm worried about the inconsistent side of them, where they're going to have bad series here or there, and they're going to drop a few of those. So I yeah. think that's where they fall down to number seven. It so. was either them or Mouse. I think that Mouse series kind of decided who's going to get top six. I think yeah. Mouse is probably going to be that sixth place team, and uh, Singularity is going to miss out because of the series they lost. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm going to half flip on that as well. All right, next one. What do we got next? Hold on, I lost my my thing. All right, here we go. Uh, energy top two and auto bid for land. Are you ball chase? Ball chase. Okay. Ball chase. Energy. That loss for them this week against Space Station. It needed to happen. They needed to get yeah. it out of their system. I think, especially for for you know, 
for Justin and Garrett and Turbo getting their head or getting their minds in the right place where they don't have the pressure of having a perfect season on them going undefeated. You know, the dynasty talk will die down now that they lost. If they win versus SSG, they amp up the pressure on themselves. So if they're going to take a loss early, it's it's such a good a loss to take it to SSG sure. because SSG is a team that's going to already finish up there at the top. It's not a bad loss. People aren't going to be ridiculing them for it, and it allows them to get focused back on the prize. So I think it's it's 100% NRG finishing top two, as always. We'll see them at Worlds. Okay. I'm going to ball chase as well, and I think it's more – because of the game differential. Like, I think energy is going to slap some kids around once in a while and get some 3-0 sweeps, and that'll definitely help them when it comes down to later in the season with G2 or Space Station, because that's probably our top three, right? Who we're thinking might finish up there. Um, I think it could come down to game differential, but, like, if you said that there was going to be a three-way tie right now with energy, G2, and Space Station, I would say energy is a lock for top two, because I think their game differential will be better than those two by the end of the day. So I'm going to ball chase as well. And we got one left. All right, Pittsburgh Knights. Did they make the right roster move? Half flip. I love I love that they got the win against Mist and Ghost, but they didn't have to break up the band. They were they were such a good team with Mist and they're not a bad team with AJ, but they were better with Mist. Undoubtedly they were better with Mist and uh they messed up. They messed up. I agree. They should. Uh, they need. They they need to. They need to call Miss back and be like, "Hey, Miss. <laughs> Sorry. No, I know. I know. We. I know. We didn't see eye to eye. Eye to eye. But we need you. To I be can't fair, live but, life without you. To be fair, Miss also messed up because he started trying out for other teams as well. That was yeah. So that two, I mean, two. both of them messed up. Let's be real. Uh, two wrongs definitely don't make it right here, and I agree with you. I'm going to have flip on that Pittsburgh Knights move. That's. I worry, like, I want to see Gyro more in this rotation. Like, I think they could eventually be better, but not the way they're playing right now. Like, I think it's too reliant on Reynolds and AJ combo when, like, you still have Gyro. Just let him move up. Like, he was great for you guys moving up uh, uh, last season. So, like, I think it's not the right move. Like, I think if it was missed, they would be a better team. But, you know, both if it teams ain't are broke, don't fix it. True. If True. it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the Knights... They they were the sweetheart team. They were writing history. I know. And they had so they had so much going for them after winning Montreal. And they just let it all go. And they were even like a top four team at Worlds. Like I think a lot of people would say that Pittsburgh Knights probably would have beat Space Station. Like at that Worlds based on their performances. So like why? Yeah, why change it? But at the same time, we always talk about K-Dop. Like, he's a mastermind with these roster moves. So. But he's K-Dop. You can't <laughs> compare the Knights and K-Dop. That's true. Right? It's don't, very true. Very true. Don't, don't, we're not, they're not even on the same class. <laughs> like, uh, these young guns, they got a lot to prove before we start putting them in, this, in the same sentence as K-Dop. All right, James. The last and final segment of the show. The 50-50. Here's what we're going to do. So every week, I'm going to pick out games that I think are at least close. You know, like a 40 or 60% likely, you know, who's going to win or lose. And we're going to choose the winners and losers of all these games. And we're going to keep track. Now, oh, I don't man, know what we're betting on yet. So I know how this is going to go down, Gibbs. <laughs> on, on this show, you're going to pick the opposite of what you say on broadcast. So that you can be like, oh, I was wrong he- on the broadcast. I was wrong here. I actually picked the winner. I was wrong here, but I was right on my video, <laughs> but I was wrong on my podcast. Or, you know. <laughs> but... 
we have to decide what we're going to bet on at some point. Like, I think uh, uh, make sure on YouTube, uh, put some comments down of what we should bet on. Make it fun and nothing too crazy. And by the end of the season, whoever wins, you know, the the loser will have to do the bet as long as it's nothing crazy. Me and James will decide it, obviously. But put some ideas down in Twitch chat if you want right now. But definitely in the YouTube comments because we'll see those forever. Um, but we still have a bet to uh, do with you, James, from our old podcast. We'll talk about that maybe in a few weeks. You know, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I, I have I have all the equipment uh-huh. necessary. Well, we're we're trying we're trying to get Doomsy for a show, but we'll see if that happens. Uh, but here we go. First, we'll start in NA. Ghost Gaming versus Sonics. I'm not going to try and say their town name like Leaf. Just going to say Sonics. <laughs> uh, who do you think's going to win? It's Susquehanna. Susquehanna. Susquehanna Sonics. Sonics. I mean, soon I'm moving to Pennsylvania, so I should learn it. But yeah, Jerby's um, going to be moving out to Raleigh soon. So, and he's a Pennsylvania boy. Well, Raleigh's I don't know North Carolina. So yeah, I know. I okay. know. He's right. from. He's from Pennsylvania. He, he is from Pennsylvania. That's true. All right. But I, I'm going with the Sonics on this one. I think Sonics have the hot hand. I think Shock's okay. playing really, really well. And again, I, I'm all for giving a team respect that they earned. They took NRG to five games. Uh, they took down Space Station. I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Sonics. I'm going to give them the nod here. So I like Sonics as well, uh, but I don't like them as much as Ghost. I'm going to go Ghost here. Like, So Sonics, like I thought, was going to pull a singularity, right? Where... They look good a week, maybe two, and then they fall apart. They have not done that, clearly. Sonics seem like the real deal. I just like Ghost. Like, I thought that Ghost Pittsburgh Night series was fantastic. And I think best player on that field will be Atomic uh, over Shock. And I'm going to go Ghost Game. And it's going to be a close one, but I'm going to go Ghost for that one. Yeah, it'll be a fun one. It's it's going to be a shock versus atomic matchup for sure. Yeah. But Dapper also, I, I want to give a shout out to Dapper. The the plays that he was making last week were crazy. Like his passes, he was making shock look that much better. Yeah. Uh, Dapper was was playing lights out Rocket League. It was fun to watch. Next up, United versus Rogue. Like kind of a battle for like who's going to be in that playoff race. Uh, who do you got here? Rogue. I'm going Rogue on this one. I think that first killer is going to carry... I think first killer is going to carry and Cronovi has already proven that he still has that clutch factor uh, for United. I've seen them. I've seen them just play so questionably that I can't, I can't put my faith in that team at the moment. Yeah. I like, I couldn't put my faith in that team last season either. And they kept winning, but it was always like, they have to make this crazy defensive play to turn it into a goal. And I'm like, eventually, percentages say you're not going to win anymore, right? And that's how I still feel about them. I don't like E-United whatsoever. Like, I think Rogue is the better team. I think Rogue, they still have some issues. Like, I think Wonder last week, that was a uh, a pretty hurtful series where he misses two wide-open nets. Yes. Um, that's going to hurt his confidence levels because, obviously, everyone's going to start talking about Rogue when um, if they keep losing, when are you getting win a Wonder? That that's really what it comes down to. So that might I mean, hurt them. You, well, but. you have First Killer, who's a prodigy, and then Cronovi, who's yeah. the golden boy of Rocket League. Wonder's going to have a target on his back no matter what. Exactly, for sure. So hopefully they win, and then, you know, th- that discussion dies down for a bit. But, but I can see that mentality getting to him eventually through the season. Hopefully it doesn't happen. Uh, next up, Pittsburgh Knights versus Space Station Game. And this is a juicy one. Space Station all the way. Okay. I got to go Space Station as well. Like, I think, you know, like, obviously, they just took down energy, so they should win. But 
I mean, they lost the previous week and then beat Energy. No one expected that. So I think Space Station is better, and I still worry about Pittsburgh Knights. Like, I think they put on a phenomenal series versus Ghost, but that's just one series. And I They were playing with a little bit extra against Mist, you could tell. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, Veloce versus Singularity. Who you got? Veloce, without a doubt. Yeah, Veloce, Veloce coming off Casio's Player of the Week performance last week. Yeah. And the defense also has been so good for Veloce for the most part. Their challenge game is is incredible. If you go back and watch those series, they were getting to the ball, blocking every shot. And in really tough defensive situations, they had a player going for the ball, getting in the way uh, without any hesitation, which means the comms are there, the the synergies there, and uh, the clutch factor is also there for Veloce. I I have them over Singularity. That was the best I've seen from Veloce. I'm going to double down with you. I'm going to go Veloce as well. Uh, Next up, Reciprocity versus Barca. Barca, 100%. This is going to be – this is a match that everyone thinks is going to be close. And it's not. It's not going to be close. Barcelona. Barcelona is going to wipe the floor with reciprocity. People are going to be saying, "Why isn't Shawset doing anything?" They're going to be saying, "Fruity and Ferrer need to step up because Ronicky and Flakes are going to to just dismantle them. They're going to dismantle them. Fruity's not going to be able to play physically. It's going to be a nightmare for reciprocity." I can't agree with you here. I I have to go reciprocity just because like Barca, again, they've won two easier games, in my opinion. They played Vitality. The trendy pick was to pick them versus a a cold uh, Vitality. That clearly didn't work out for them. I, I can't pick them. Are I can't you, pick them here. Barca, I'm going reciprocity. They, the, the series against Vitality could have easily been 3-1 in favor of Barca. It was it two overtime sure. goals. I think Rec bounces back, though. I do think. I like think I think so. it'll be close, but I think Rec will take it in the end. I don't okay. think it's going to be blowing. Gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll come back and visit this next hey, week. Gibbs. We will. We will. And, and you'll be wearing pigeon feathers. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TSM versus Monaco. The tale of the two winless teams. Grab a pillow, oh, man. It's time to take a nap. Yeah, this is, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't disrespect TSM like that. TSM Dude, has looked good. They're at disrespecting the game, man. They, they, they look TSM, like crap. TSM oh. at times has shown us that they they have the talent to be an RLCS team. Metza and Magnus and Remco all had plays. I think that TSM is going to get the win here. Monaco, uh, I'm just not a huge fan of them. I think that uh, Tigre sometimes is just too quiet. And if Iignite isn't hot, and if the, it, it's just not going to happen. Extra had a, an incredible week for them. Yeah. And, and that's the, really the only thing that you can cling to if you're a Monaco fan. But... Monaco, I think, is going to have a really, really difficult season. Like, uh, in terms of NA as well, it's Flight and Monaco are going to be the teams at the bottom. Yeah, they they have to win this game. I think both these teams have to win this game, but... TSM has shown more life to me. It does feel like it's only extra on Monaco, and that was one week, right? He hasn't really shown up since then. I feel like Tigre's having a rough season. I don't like either team, obviously, but I do like TSM slightly more. Um, You don't like either team? Last week on broadcast, you said you watched TSM play on two times speed. I did. And still fell asleep. I don't think you can be more clear about how you feel about TSM. I don't get it, man. I don't know. Because like the pros were even saying like TSM's a top five team. Don't worry about it. I'm like, where? I see no passing. I see nothing. 
I'm not going to go more into it because it's TSM Monaco. Who cares? <laughs> so that's it. You're I'm done. So, you're ruthless. I, you're the only person who can get away with saying stuff like this. I love you, TSM. I love you, Monaco. I wish both of you could say in the RLCS, but no, one of you no, has to you're finish that. You're lying through your teeth. All right, Dignitas Mouse Sports. Who you got? Dignitas. I think I know. Yeah, 100%. Dignitas. Dig is the best team, I think, right now, maybe in the world. It, for sure. It's, it's Dignitas, Vitality, and NRG. And it was the same at Worlds. The same at Worlds. The only difference is now Vitality has Alpha instead of Scrub Killer. Scrub Killer, but it's going to be the exact same results. Dignitas, though, if you think about the stock market, their, their, their stock is probably worth the most at the moment between yeah. all three of the teams. For sure. I gotta agree. I love doing toss. I love what Ron Pan is doing. Uh, like even when Astral has a quiet week, they're still winning games. Love what Yukio is doing. He's he's playing fantastic this season. And I think that's the only a, a reason why Dignitas didn't look good last season was because of Yukio. So if he's playing well, the sky is the limit for them. But that's gonna do it, James. We only have like two different picks, I think. Sonics and Ghost and Barca and Rec. For and the I first think that one. Barca Rec's gonna carry a lot of weight. All right, we'll <laughs> see. We'll uh, see. A difference uh, of opinion. But that's it. That's it for the first episode of Half Flip. We're trying to keep this a little bit condensed, you know, 30 minutes to 45. We're almost exactly around the 45-minute Gibbs, mark. you know, maybe, maybe you're going for Leaf's job with this hosting thing. Hey, you know, that's what I do, except I lose my voice every other week, so I can't. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, good job. Yeah. <laughs> but... If you want to see more of this and you're listening on a podcast or something like that, twitch.tv slash prediction esports. That's P R E E diction esports. Two E's there at the start. And uh, that's where we do it live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, unless we have technical difficulties and start 10 minutes late. Uh, but don't talk about that. You can also see it on my YouTube, YouTube slash Gibbs 0 or on the prediction esports YouTube as well. And it'll be on iTunes and Spotify, all your favorite podcast services. So check out those for the podcast feeds. We'll have links in the YouTube descriptions and all of that uh, for that stuff. So you guys can keep a track of that.